Quiet, please. Quiet, please. Broadcasting System presents Quiet, Please, which is written and directed by Willis Cooper and which features Ernest Chappell. Quiet, Please, for tonight is called The Room Where the Ghosts Live. No. No, I won't let you take me out of the house. No, I'm going to stay right here. I'm sorry, Doctor. But, Lawrence, we've got to get you to a hospital. Now, stop being a fool. I won't. I'm going to die anyway, and I don't want to die in an ambulance somewhere out on an icy road between here and town. I'm sorry, that's final. I can't do anything for you here, Lawrence. Maybe I don't want you to do anything for me, Doctor. I'm going to call the ambulance. How? By telephone, of course. The telephone isn't working. Oh, that's right. I forgot. That's funny, isn't it? What? What a couple of days of snow can do. No lights, no heat, no water. Just like the days when they lived here. When who lived here? The ghosts. Open your mouth. What for? The moment. I'm not raving, Doctor. Well, let's see anyway. Feel any pain? Sure. Worse than it was? A little. A little morphia won't hurt. It's a good thing I decided to stop in for a cup of coffee. You might have died here all by yourself. I'm going to die anyway. Not if I can help it. Can't help. Oh, stop that nonsense. May I have your vote? Hmm. All right, now. That'll relieve the pain in a minute or two. I could take you to the hospital in my car. No. And I think I will. No. Lawrence, what got into you? What do you want to die for? Take your mouth. No, not yet. There's nothing wrong with you. You've been the happiest. You've got everything to live for. No. Then you go and shoot yourself. Yep. Where did you get this pistol, anyway? Yeah. Didn't you know it was loaded? Sure. That powder and ball have probably been in there for... Fifty years. Longer than that. What? Longer than that. Well, there's no telling what kind of infection you can get from that bullet. No. Don't die at all. Let's see that thermometer. High temperature, huh? Yeah, it's just pretty high. I guess you're not going to the hospital after all, though. I told you that, Doctor. I couldn't move you with that higher temperature. That's fine. But I told you I wasn't going to be moved anyway. So, you see... Who gave you this pistol? A British colonel. What British colonel? His name's on the lock plate. Lieutenant Colonel Robert Charles Graves, 17th Regiment of Foot. 1774. Ancestor of the fellow that gave it to you? No. 
Give it to me himself. Yesterday. Lawrence, how could he? He's one of the ghosts. I see. No, you don't. I'm not delirious, Doctor. He he really is. No, no. Just relax, Lawrence. Of course. I'm gonna die anyway. Isn't that so? I'm afraid it is. Good. Lawrence. What? Why did you do it? Well, I... I'm not sure whether I did it on purpose or not. I wanted to, but maybe it was an accident. Or maybe... Or maybe what? Maybe one of the ghosts... No, I... I don't think so. I guess it was an accident. I'm glad, though. But why? Well... On account of Melanie. Melanie? Melanie who? Who's Melanie? Melanie is a girl who lived here 170 years ago. What? And who still lives here. It, it hurts quite a bit, Doctor. You want me to give you some more on morphine? I guess not. I want to tell you things. Well... You won't believe me, of course. You think my mind's wandering. Don't you? Well, I... What difference does it make? Yeah, that's right. Nothing makes any difference, no. A fellow takes a long time dying. the time, huh? Pretty soon, I'll be a ghost to see Melanie. I'd, I'd like a little drink of brandy. Oh, just a second. Oh, here, now take it easy. Ah, thanks. Good brandy. Mm. Mm. Wish I could take some along. I wish I could do something for you, Lawrence. Nothing snowed in, aren't we? Sure. We mustn't leave. I couldn't come back, you know. I have to stay here. I don't understand that. I have to stay here, I said. My house. <clears throat> what was I talking about? The... The ghost. Oh, I tried to keep the house like it was in the old days, see? All by myself. Been fun. And then noises. Heard noises. What kind of noises? People beating on door, rattling the latch. Every night. I'm not afraid, Doctor. I know. I got up, went all over the house. Noises stopped after a while. It wasn't a dream? No, no dream. Beating on a door someplace. Always sounded like it came from right over there. You see? Well, there isn't any door there, Lawrence. That's what I thought. <sighs> My hands are cold. I'll build up the fire. No, no, no. 
I know what it is. I haven't got much time, huh? Have I? No, Lawrence, you haven't got much time, old man. I have to hurry. Shut your eyes so you can see what I saw. I mean, I didn't see it, see, because it was dark. So when you shut your eyes, you, you feel the way I felt. Huh? I... All right, Lawrence. I... I walked all over the house, lights on. No sound, no hammering on door. No door. I turn off the lights, it starts again. From right over there. I turn on the lights, no door, no noise. Then I get an idea. I turn off the lights again. I walk over where the sound comes from. And there is a door. And I... I think I hear a woman crying. And footsteps and furniture being shoved around. I... I said I wasn't scared, didn't I? Well, I was then. You'd be scared, too. Finding a door where there isn't any door and... And there's somebody on the other side. But that's the outside wall of the house, Lawrence. No. What? There's a, a room there. The room where the ghosts left. You see? No, I don't. I didn't know it, too. You got your eyes shut? Yes. If... If you could hear the noise, like I heard it. Pushing their shoulders against the locked door. And I could smell smoke. You see, I didn't know about the ghosts then. Well, how do you know now? I'm I'm trying to tell you. I'm sorry. Keep your eyes shut. I want you to feel the way I felt. Believe. I reached for the lights again. I turned them on. Nothing happens, just nothing. Except pounding on the door. Slower now. And the woman crying. And I hear her scream. Oh, school, she said. It's French. It means help, help. And I heard her voice again. Frightened. Oh, my love, what she said. That's French, too. It means open the door. So I tried to open it, and it was locked. And they were pounding. She was coughing. And at last I found the key. And I yanked the door open. And the ghosts came out. And the lights came back on. There wasn't any door. There wasn't anybody in the room but me. But then I heard something. Somebody walking across the floor down the hall. So I turned and... Went down the hall after the footsteps, down, down toward my room. Then I stopped dead. Because the door to my room closed and, and somebody locked it. You dreamed that? No. It was locked from the inside. So was every other door in the house. Well, that couldn't be. Try the doors. Open your eyes and try the doors. 
Lawrence, I... No, no, go ahead. I'll keep on talking. You... You have to believe me. Go ahead. So, what did I do? I lay down here on the Davenport with the lights on, and I tried to think, and nothing made any sense. I got up, and I tried the outside door. It was un- unlocked. So I went outside. They had some crazy idea. Maybe there was a room there. There wasn't, of course. But there were footprints in the snow. Some men's footprints. And, and a girl's. This last nose covered them all up again, I guess. Well, what about the doors, Doctor? They're locked. On the inside. You see? Did you hear anything? Did you? When I... I thought I heard someone moving. If I'd awakened somebody. But it was probably my imagination. No, it wasn't. Monsieur, and they have not forgotten the manner of their death. 
This is their revenge. That no man shall live in this house. Well, that's fine. I'm to be chased out of my house by a bunch of ghosts. It is so, monsieur. How do you feel about it? I? I could wish you could always be here, monsieur. So? Yes, monsieur. But it cannot be. Unless. Unless what? It cannot be. If I turned on the lights, could I see you? No, monsieur. The eyes of the living cannot see us. What did you look like? I... I did have blue eyes, monsieur. And my hair was black. And I was not very tall. And my feet were very small. And your uh, clothes? Once I had a gown of taffety. And it was blue, like my eyes, I remember. And there was a cap of lace for my grandmother in Brittany. And, and I was struck with a sudden impulse to see this girl with the black hair and the taffety dress that matched her eyes. And I jumped up and snapped the lights on. And the room was empty. And so I knew I'd been dreaming. Oh, cool. Uh, but I wasn't dreaming, my friend. She came to me the next night. And the next... Uh, Charles Graves of 
His Majesty's 17th Regiment of Foot. Monsieur the Colonel wishes me to present his compliments to you and to say to you that he has taken counsel with his fellow officers. No, do not speak. Monsieur le Colonel wishes me also to say that he and his fellow officers have come to a decision in the matter of yourself. They honor you for your devotion to me. And they beg leave to supply you with the means of assuring you permanent residence in this house. This year, the colonel begs you to accept as a token of his esteem this.
Now for a word about next week's Quiet, Please. Here is our writer-director, Willis Cooper. Baker's Dozen is the title of next week's story. The story of one man, two men. This is the National Broadcasting System.